And whenever you find those things out in June of the current year, instead of next March or April, at least you have six months to figure out something, whether you buy some things or you just start setting a lot of money aside because you owe a lot more taxes than you were planning. It's a lot better than getting waylaid right before the taxes do. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. And together, we started our CPA firm. We've grown exponentially over the past six years. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know in a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. So we're already almost halfway through 2023. Can you believe it? Yeah, it's crazy. It went by so fast, but sometimes so slow. Yeah, I feel like tax season always gets like really rough and things seem like they're going really slow, but we're also so busy. And when you're so busy, time just kind of flies by. So the first half of the year usually goes by in a blink. Yeah, I can't believe the school year's over. It's nuts. So that leads us into today's topic, which is all about planning. And this planning that I'm talking about generally happens whenever we hit the halfway of the year mark. So what we're going to talk about today is doing a tax projection with your CPA. So for anyone who doesn't know what a tax projection is, Carson, tell us what is a tax projection. Sure. A tax projection is just a way of calculating all of your income and expenses in a similar way to doing your tax return in order to try to guess what taxes you'll owe for the year. And that way you can plan accordingly, whether that means spending more money to try to save on those taxes or just setting that aside and paying in estimated tax payments. So in our new business guide, we explain it a little bit like this. When you are a W-2 employee, all year long, you are paying in taxes. They come out of your paycheck and you don't really have to think about it too much because it's being done for you. But as a business owner, There is actually a lot of guessing that goes into it because you have to pay taxes on your business income, which is not always the same from year to year. So though an individual can do a tax projection, it's also just a really, really good idea for business owners to do a tax projection so that they know what their business taxes will be at the end of the year or so that they can pay in some estimated payments during the year so that they're not owing those taxes all at once. That's right. It is normally business owners. Uh, For individuals, it's usually just somebody that maybe they got a new job or they got a big raise at work and they just want to make sure their withholding is sufficient. Sometimes they'll do a quick tax projection just to make sure they don't get blindsided next April with a big tax bill. 
So that was one of the questions that came in on Instagram was who needs to do one? And the answer is individuals can do one. And it's usually when they have a big change in their whole tax situation. So that's a good time to do one. But that doesn't need to be done every single year. We're generally going to be speaking today on this episode about business owners doing tax projections, why they need to do them, why they're helpful, and what they need for that to be done. That was the next question actually is, if you're going to do a tax projection with your CPA, what do you need to give them so that they can do that? That's a great question. So one of the first things you'll give them is your profit and loss report or your income statement, whether you're keeping your books on QuickBooks or whether you're just using a spreadsheet to track your income and expenses, that's some of the first information that your CPA is going to need in order to do a tax projection. Some other information that they'll need are pay stubs, because that will show the year-to-date wages paid, and it will also show the year-to-date taxes withheld, whether for you or for your spouse, and all of that gets factored into your tax projection. So simply put, you really need to know how much their profit has been this far through the year so that we can kind of estimate what profit may be the rest of the year to give us that final number of what taxes should be. That's exactly right. In that way, we're kind of doing a mini tax return just multiple times during the year. So the next question was, what all do you cover in a tax projection meeting? Is there anything else that you would review at that time, just kind of a mid-year check-in? No, there's several other things that we look at. First of all, we make sure that we're utilizing every single tax advantage that we can. And sometimes that's already been done through previous meetings, planning, consulting, but it's always a good time to double check that everything is running as efficiently as possible tax-wise. Another thing we look at is assets that have been added, depreciation. We want to see if maybe it makes sense to make a large purchase, let's say in December, that you were planning to make in January or February. Sometimes bumping that up just a couple of months can help you get a big tax deduction. And then, yes, that's a tax deduction you won't get the next year, but we can worry about that next year. At our firm, we do like to do the tax projection and tax planning all at once. So like Carson said, we're looking at different ways to save money and different purchases you might want to make and timing those so that you can make the best decision possible before the end of the year because we can't do any of those things if the tax year has already ended. So timing is very important. And that leads me to another question that we got, and that was, how often should you be doing these tax projections? And I would say that here, it really depends. A lot of people will do it just before the end of the year if they're just looking to see if they have a lot of profit they need to try to offset with some big purchases. But doing an extra one halfway through the year just to see where you're at can be a good idea. And we do even have people that do them four times a year. And those would be the people that are trying to get their estimated tax payments to be almost perfect to where, I mean, we're saying that when we do the tax return next year, we're within a couple hundred dollars of what they owe in either direction. So a tax projection would look something like this. We review your profit and loss and we can put in any assets that you've purchased. And we also review any pay stubs from your spouse because that actually goes into the final number. And then we would say 
okay, it's looking like you're going to owe this much in taxes. Now, sometimes people are expecting that and they don't have any problem with that final number. But sometimes a projection goes like this. They are shocked by that number because they haven't really been setting aside a portion of those profits to pay taxes. And that's when we can kind of give them a few options. If they're looking to buy a new asset, maybe they should go ahead and buy it this year instead of waiting till next year. Or if they just don't understand how they could possibly owe that much in taxes, we can kind of look into where is that money going? What are they spending it on? And sometimes it could just be the numbers are incorrect if they're not doing their bookkeeping properly or they're not keeping up with it or there was just like an error made that they didn't realize. That's sometimes when we can find those errors and realize that their profit was actually wrong on their P&L. That's right. And whenever you find those things out in June of the current year instead of next March or April, At least you have six months to figure out something, whether you buy some things or you just start setting a lot of money aside because you owe a lot more taxes than you were planning. It's a lot better than getting waylaid right before the taxes due. It's also important to remember to make sure that your books are up to date before you do the tax projection. If you haven't reconciled and categorized everything or added the assets that you've purchased, then your numbers aren't going to be accurate at all. But if you're reconciled up to the day that you're doing the tax projection, then you're going to have the most accurate information possible when doing your tax projection. Exactly. So what your CPA is doing is taking all of those months and then they're going to be asking you if you generally make the same every single month or do you have a slow time and they're going to be basically estimating what you'll make the rest of the year. So if those numbers aren't accurate, the numbers you give them, then your tax projection is not going to be accurate either. And we'll also usually even compare to the previous year and say, okay, they have their biggest months in October, November, December. So even though they've made $100,000 in the first half of the year, they'll probably make even more in the second half of the year. And we need to be prepared for that. So the next question that came in was how much does it cost to do a tax projection? And that is going to vary between every single CPA and firm. At our firm, we charge to do a tax projection where we will sit down with you for an hour. And then we also give us a little bit of time to work on that before we sit down with the client. So we charge $250 to do that. That is just going to be super different across the board, depending on so many things. And there are a lot of factors that go into it. If you just have a single business, maybe a Schedule C, and you're doing the tax projection, then yes, that's our starting price for that. But if you own 10 businesses, well, really, that's like doing 10 tax returns and then your personal return. So it's almost like doing 11 small returns. So the, the price can go up a little bit if you have that many businesses. But that does bring up another point that there wasn't a question about this, but does every business owner need one? We had mentioned earlier that there's some people that don't even own a business that might benefit from a tax projection, but does every single person that owns a business need to do a tax projection every year, even one or two? Not necessarily. If your income doesn't fluctuate, if your income is very steady across the board every year and doesn't change much, then you'll be getting estimated tax payments with your tax return already. And those will be pretty accurate for you to use for paying quarterly payments throughout the year. And so if your income isn't changing much, then you'll already know what you're going to owe. 
Yeah, that's a great question that didn't come up. But I think that is important that this is not something that you need if you already have everything dialed in and you know how much your taxes are going to be. Exactly. So I think that is all we have for today. We would very much appreciate it if you shared this episode. If you learned something today, we would love a review. But until next time, thank you so much for listening to What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast. This podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional. 